0: Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. We all say we get this show started? One, two, one, two, three, four. The best way to start your day.
1: Let's go!
2: The
0: morning pickup with Sophie and Jeff on Pure Country 94.
1: Good morning. Hello there. And happy Wednesday. We
0: made it. Oh, wait. This isn't really a destination.
1: <laughs> no. It's just the middle. Right. We got to get through this. Today is let's see here what do we got? Today is I have no idea. My computer is not working.
0: One day they'll give us new ones. <laughs> uh, let's go. Today is Opera, Opera, Opera day. day. That's yeah.
1: right. Today's Opera Day. That's what it was. Uh, and National Molasses Bar Day, which is weird because who eats a molasses bar unless you're a hundred, but then you need fake teeth for that. Okay. Uh, it's Kite Flying Day as well. And in February, of course. Yeah, will yep, Fly a kite. yep and uh, laugh and get rich day which we obviously know doesn't work.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you can't laugh until you're rich. Mm. You laugh after you're rich, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: That's it. Okay, well good. So here's what's coming up. We're going to talk about uh the Rio Canal and what it faces this week. Uh it's not looking good actually. Um just a daily update here and it's not it, it, the weather's not cooperating, let's just put it that way. Uh the most stressful time of the day is coming up in just over an hour. I'll tell you the exact time of day that is the most stressful for you and Magic Mike's last dance. Will anyone see it? I'll tell you why they might not. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. Jeff's three things. Rideau Canal still closed. I know we had some cold weather, but it's not looking good into the future. Plus three for the high today. Zero tomorrow. Plus four on Friday. Uh, above zero into next week as well. Freezing rain is coming on Thursday. As it's just like none of this is working toward that canal being open. I worry that it might not happen this year. Thing two. A survey found... That the most stressful time of day is 7.23 a.m. Okay, and why is that? Uh, it's the first case of drama uh, occurs somewhere around there. <laughs> okay. Uh, because you're getting up and getting ready and trying to get uh, going for the day. And so 7.23 a.m. is that time where you're just, everything comes crashing in at that exact moment. So... In case you're wondering, once you get past 723, it's so much better. Okay. And finally, thing three. Will anyone see it? Magic Mike's Last Dance will not have nudity, not even a thong. The director wanted to show the sexiness of emotion and vulnerability instead of bodies.
1: Magic Mike's Last Dance such a pathetic title. It really is. It's just so sad. (laughs) And
0: clearly it will be. If you're Mm -hmm. not going to show it off, what are they going for?
1: Break a leg.
0: There (laughs) we go. And that's what you need to know.
1: Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. If you've ever been self-conscious in the bedroom, you may want to listen to what we have to tell you in the next 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. There is something on the market called Mental Viagra, (laughs) and apparently it can really help. Well, it's not actually called Mental Viagra. That's what we're calling it, but there's a a proper name for it, and it could really help you out when you need it most. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Have you ever felt self-conscious in the bedroom? Hmm. Who (laughs) hasn't? Let's be honest. We've all been there at least once. (laughs) Researchers may have found a solution that helps both men and women- Feel a little more comfortable in the boudoir when you're about to get it on. Hmm. Now, I'm going to tell you about this thing first, and then you let me know what you think, okay? So, uh, <laughs> I guess they studied the effects of something called kiss peptin on those who are suffering of with low sex drive. And could not be explained by physical or mental health problems. So couldn't figure out what it was that was really sort of stopping these people from having the best sexual experience they could have. And the result was that they gave them this mental Viagra, which is actually called Kispeptin. And women reported feeling more sexy... But had less activity in the brain region tied to negative thoughts. So we'll talk about that in a second. That's like the, the fine print there. <laughs> uh, and more activity linked to sexual arousal, while men's brains activity suggested they were less self-conscious. Now, <laughs> kispeptin is meant to make both men and women feel less inhibited. Hmm. Which I guess in turn is supposed to make you feel uh, more comfortable.
0: Right. Of course, inhibitions uh, are sometimes get in the way. Of course, sometimes they're there for a reason.
1: Yeah. So (laughs) what I'm worried about is it's basically like a lobotomy for women. Uh, So we're (laughs) feeling sexy, but we have absolutely no brain activity that would normally be like, oh, this is not good. Mm. Or that smell is weird. Right. Or uh, like, can you not do that? Or what are you doing? And those thoughts are just gone now. And now we're just laying there. Like a starfish.
0: Imagine the craziest thought you ever had and that just being like something that immediately is like, cool, let's do that.
1: Yeah, it just gets turned off. It's fine. I mean, this is great for guys. It's it's really quite helpful for men. I don't know if it's great for guys. Because
0: uh, I don't know if you need to be bringing in extra ideas into things. <laughs> I brought a stuffed animal and some dishwashing gloves. Let's go. What <laughs> is happening?
1: Oh, boy. Uh, well, if you uh, are hoping to have the woman think less and the man feel better, then this is, this is for you. Kiss Peptin, discovered in 1996 by scientists in Hers- Hershey, pencil, or Hershey, Philadelphia, I should say, and named after Hershey's kisses. Okay. Uh, which I still think were a better idea. Sophie and Jeff The Podcast Good morning It's 7 o'clock on The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff and if you've never thought about Being in a zombie apocalypse Or being in a robot apocalypse (laughs) Today's the day we're going to make you do it Okay Yeah.
0: Coming up in just a moment in the useless question We're asking about the Super Bowl Can't wait to get that Useless question of the day With the morning pickup
1: Got the big, big game coming up on Sunday So we thought why not
0: Make sure you call it in, 613 750 9494, or text it in, 949494, standard rate supply, if you know the answer to today's useless question.
1: During the big game, half of us worry more about this than our team losing. Wow. Oh. Jeff's team is in the Super Bowl this Sunday. Huh. So we'll find out if this is actually a thing.
0: Okay. Got to be specific. During the big game, half of us worry more about this than our team losing.
1: And the first person to get it wins one hundred bucks in a lot of six forty nine vouchers. that includes the guaranteed one million dollars prize plus the classic jackpot of five million dollars. Find your possible. We're getting some good guesses in already. I guess we'll find out. Good luck.
0: Useless question of the day with the morning pickup.
1: We are looking for an answer to today's Super Bowl themed question During the
0: big game, half of us worry more about this than our team losing.
1: All right, we're going to try the phones first today at 613-750-9494. Up for grabs. 100 bucks in lotto 649 vouchers. Hi, what's your guess?
2: guess is a parking. Oh, oh no.
1: okay. Yeah, I guess. It is not parking. That's a good one, though.
2: Thank you. Uh,
1: halftime
0: show. Oh, the halftime show.
1: <laughs> Are worried about it. Oh, I, hope I hope Brianna's good. Uh, I hope it's entertaining.
2: <laughs> I got to go with missing the halftime show. Oh, missing, missing
1: the halftime show. Now, there you go. That is an interesting guess.
0: Your country, what do you think? During the big game, half of us worry more about this than our team losing.
1: Food, they worry about uh, what they're going to eat watching oh. the game. Ah, yeah, that is a really, really big decision, but not the answer. You're close, though. Oh. Very close.
0: Super close. Mm hmm. Uh, Other guesses are um, going to work the next day. The hangover. Yeah,
1: that is stressful. (laughs) That is tough. That's why you take it off, right? (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Uh, How about cleaning the house or being a good host? Those are guesses on text.
0: Owing money from betting on the game. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) During the big game, half of us worry more about this than our team losing beverages.
0: Okay. (laughs) I I like where their head's at. Yeah. A lot of people saying food.
1: Yeah, like what to eat next. Yes,
0: that's a great one. <laughs> Am I going to
1: go for the nachos or the wings?
0: How about a big enough screen? Do I have a big enough screen uh, for this? Oh, yeah,
1: okay, okay. What about, uh, this is my guess, the guest list.
0: Oh, like, at your party?
1: Yeah. Don't you worry about who you're inviting? Like, do you want hardcore fans or do you want people who don't really care?
0: Right. Or do you want a perfect mix? Maybe. Uh, Colton says the Super Bowl ads yeah. are often more important.
1: Okay, a lot of people saying commercials, also a good guess, but the answer is actually food-related. It is. Yeah, and a bunch of people got it, but no one faster than...
0: I don't have the name yet. I think it's Gabriel Lassard actually.
1: Okay, Gabriel, the answer is... Running out of snacks! Yes! <laughs> Running out of snacks. People are more worried about that than they are their team actually winning the game. My goodness. Yeah.
0: Now, I have to say this. Yeah. That's a constant worry. It's not about Super Bowl for me. <laughs> just I just don't want to run out of snacks ever. <laughs>
1: okay, but you are having uh, a Super Bowl party for one. Yeah, just on, me on no, Sunday.
0: It's uh, yeah, just the just the family unit. Okay, we'll watch uh, the Eagles. Hopefully, win. Uh, fingers crossed. Getting nervous.
1: So but, I think it was last week you were asking about what you should make. Oh um, yeah, because you've been so concerned about what to. And this by again, it's just Jeff, his wife, and his son. Mm-hmm. Like. You don't have some sort of audience you need to cook for. There will be
0: a smorgasbord.
1: All right. So what did you decide to go with? I suggested nachos because I think they're a really good Super Bowl I like party it.
0: food. I like it. It's going to happen. Okay. I'm going to make chili. Some of that will go on the nachos. <laughs> okay. Uh, nachos, chili, wings. Can't live without wings. Okay. But
1: you're not going to have saucy
0: wings. I don't love saucy wings, so they might just be a rub. Uh, with sauce on the side. <laughs> okay. For those who want to partake.
1: Okay. You mean your wife or your kids? Yeah, normal okay. people. Normal people. <laughs> Just the two other people yeah, that are yeah, in the room. Yeah,
0: I'm the guy who orders like this this dry rub.
1: Okay. And people are like, okay, weirdo. It does seem like a lot of food for three people. It will be. Okay. It
0: will be. There'll be a lot of leftovers, <laughs> uh, but there will not be leftover beer.
1: Uh, okay. Sounds good. Don't forget the gas X. Oh, <laughs> yeah, boy. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff.
0: Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. lesser of
1: two evils. Would you rather be in a zombie apocalypse or a robot apocalypse? (laughs) Uh, There are a lot of cons to both. There's
0: some real problems with both of those things. I
1: have an easy answer, although I I don't think any of those things would be fun. I think we're all going to agree. Okay. Oh, okay. I think. All right. Well, I guess we'll find out.
0: Ottawa's morning pickup with Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. the podcast.
1: Zombies and robots are all the rage right now. They are. They're on TV. AI is being talked about. The zombies are everywhere. It's true. So, Last of Us is the big show right now yep. that everybody's watching on Crave. And so far, I've only watched the first episode.
0: It's uh, it's total. The third episode threw me for a loop. It's. The show is very different than I thought it was going to be.
1: Okay, that's interesting. It's I, super well made. Okay, because everyone's really loving that one. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you've got all the like robot movies that Will Smith has done. Oh, yeah. That are all about robots taking over the world <laughs> and killing people. Right. So what would be worse, a zombie apocalypse or a robot apocalypse?
0: I think we got to talk about what each one brings attribute-wise. Zombies, right. do you believe in fast zombies or slow zombies? Well,
1: that's the thing. What what do zombies actually do? Because they've been misrepresented in the media.
0: Old school zombies, yeah. like people who are really into it, know that zombies move slowly. It's a slow moving horde right? that is terrifying because no matter how fast you run, they never stop. That's the thing. They're
1: unstoppable. They're,
0: they But they're slow. Right. So you can
1: outrun okay. for a little bit. Uh, also, I don't know if you've ever seen Shaun of the Dead, but there oh, is... Oh, the, I heard it's good. Yeah, it, it's like a basically a British comedy about <laughs> uh, zombies, and it's just making fun of the whole culture about zombies. But they say, if you pretend to be a zombie, that you can survive being around zombies. Okay. So that's an option.
0: Now... Let's talk about the robot apocalypse.
1: I don't know why. Robots scare the bejeebers out of Absolutely me. Absolutely agree. Way more than zombies. Totally agree. And zombies aren't friendly.
0: But, you know, robots are so cold and perfect yeah. that it's terrifying. Zombies are idiots.
1: I can't outsmart a robot.
0: No way. I don't no have any brain for that. Not, I can't even outsmart my Roomba. <laughs> yeah, <you> know, <laughs> Like, <right>? forget it.
1: <laughs> so, what's worse, a zombie apocalypse or a robot apocalypse? A lot of people uh, are texting in, uh, someone says here they would choose a robot apocalypse over a zombie apocalypse okay. because the garden hose would be the weapon and short-circuit them all. So, this is something I didn't think about. Okay. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah, a garden hose. Interesting. But even if they became, uh, I guess you could waterproof. use like a waterproof, you could use like an electromagnetic pulse.
1: Yeah. Where are you going to find that? Exactly. That's not,
0: that's not handy. Where do you find one of Fire those? Fire pokers are handy. Right. This person, zombies, one shot to the head, it's dead. Robots, you don't know what would have to be done to stop them. They could end up repairing themselves as well.
1: That's another thing, is God, that they scary. they have ways of coming back. Uh, this text says, my daughter has the would-you-rather all figured out today. She says she would choose a robot apocalypse because, again, water. Just spray all the robots, and they'll die. Daphne, she's 10. She'd love a shout-out.
0: There you go, Daphne. <laughs> all right, so the water thing. The
1: water thing is clever. Okay. Does water work on zombies? No, oh,
0: okay. I think uh, they are unfazed by the water. Mm. However, uh, bullets work, right? <laughs> bullets, booby traps, all kinds of things work on zombies. Machetes,
1: that kind of thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm going with the zombies. I just think I would rather spend some time with them than the robots. Also, robots don't have faces. That freaks me out.
0: That's another thing. Yeah, they yeah, don't have ro- expressions. Once they start making themselves, yeah, like robots, they'll they'll start looking really, really menacing.
1: It's nuts. Have you seen the robot at the Rito? That cleans the floors. Yes, I have. Yeah, I, I'm always just like, what is going on right now? Yeah, and it it avoids people.
0: Yes, it has come close a couple of times though, and I'm like, don't think about it.
1: But this is what I mean. <laughs> if you get a bunch of those robots avoiding people, yeah, that's because they don't like us. Uh, see, it's plotting. I know it's not just washing floors. No
0: way. <laughs> It's going to leave a puddle for me to slip on, and that's going to be the first test <laughs> exactly. on how to take
1: us out. Come to think of it, I have seen a few zombies at Rito, also. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs> Go! Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. We're asking you if you would rather be in a robot apocalypse or a zombie apocalypse, and Jeff and I both agree that we would take the zombies over robots any day.
0: And people are making some uh, salient points here, uh, <laughs> also referring to great movies, like Zombie All the Way. I take Resident Evil over Terminator.
1: Yeah, I still need to see those movies.
0: Yeah, Terminator's terrifying.
1: Okay, is yeah. that because Arnold Schwarzenegger is yeah. the robot?
0: Yeah, and then there's even more terrifying robot in the James Cameron Terminator 2. Oh. Uh, but, you know, if you think about 28 Days Later...
1: Oh my God, that movie's awful, terrifying. too. Ter- yeah, because like- they run. Yeah, they're fast and they're, you know, uh, Ryan tried to make me watch that movie and I so didn't understand what he was doing. Why? Like, I just, I can't, I mean, <laughs> like, why do you want to watch this with me?
0: Cillian Murphy's awesome in it, though.
1: Yeah, mm. I know. It, the whole thing is just <laughs> awful. Really, really awful.
0: So running, if the if the zombies are runners, you know, it becomes a little bit closer.
1: I don't know, uh, I don't know who to believe. I don't know if zombies are fast or slow. Okay. Just, uh, I, I'm confused by the uh, way they've been depicted in pop culture. Yeah, Uh, Leem says on Facebook, robots, they can be dismantled, reprogrammed, and reused to your likings, like the cleaning house.
0: (laughs) Right, if you can get your hands on them before they kill you.
1: Well, this is the thing. (laughs) I think there's a false sense of hope and uh, a false sense of... Uh, being able to handle this. Yeah, I think so. When it so. comes to robots.
0: Yeah. So uh, this person says, I think i go zombie apocalypse as the zombies will eventually decay, whereas robots will learn and adapt. That's the other thing. They yeah. get better at killing you.
1: Well, and they can tell <laughs> that you're faking being a robot. They know you're not a robot. Zombies right. don't know if you're not a zombie. You just get some some blood smeared on your face. Yeah, and walk around. Walk around, <laughs> Yeah. Just at their pace. The only only
0: thing we haven't thought about though is like, you know, if you if a robot apocalypse happens, you're you're finished. It's over. Yeah. But if a zombie apocalypse happens, you become a zombie. Any issue with that?
1: Yeah, I've got issues with that. Okay.
0: Well, I kind of like I like a lot of friends. You're very social. (laughs) Yeah. Walking, nice long walks together.
1: Yeah, but they don't eat things any like they you don't do. Eat. Brains. Oh, yeah.
0: Brains. <laughs>
1: okay. Oh. All right. Well, the lesser of the two evils, I guess. <laughs> I know. Uh, oh, Megan. Megan, the movie Megan or the show Megan oh, on Netflix.
0: I haven't seen it. Killer it's, Robots. It looks super terrifying it says, to me. says, Have you
1: seen Megan? This is huh. why the zombie apocalypse is more appealing of the two. Huh?
0: Zo- this person It also depends on if the zombies or robots have pets.
1: Oh, zombies
0: seem easier to defeat than robots, but zombie dogs are the scariest thing ever. <laughs> They are now.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, I'm glad we worked this out. Neither one of these choices is is good, and I think we're screwed either way.
0: I think one of them's far more likely than the other, though, which is really scary.
1: Do you think the world dies with the robot apocalypse like it does with the zombie apocalypse? Because everything seems to die when the zombies take over. Can
0: zombies swim? Because I'm going to New Zealand.
1: I don't think so. Yeah, I think we're good. Okay. So water is the the answer.
0: That's right. (laughs) Okay.
1: All right. Good. Well, let us know what you think. If you want to uh, live this nightmare, this hellish conversation. Coming up, we're going to do the $1,000 Minute. We'll see if you can win a 1000 bucks with your random trivia knowledge. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Good morning. 8 o'clock here on The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Coming up around 8.30, we'll be chatting with Tay Bay. He's coming to Algonquin Commons Theater next week. And we can't wait to find out what he's bringing with him.
0: Okay. It's all about awkward photos lately in public. Ashton Kutcher, Reese Witherspoon with their awkward photos, Ben Affleck, and Jennifer Lopez oh, with yeah. their awkward yeah. photos. And now, also going to talk about how Tinder makes it easier to not see your boss on there.
1: <laughs> all right. Finally. That's yeah. That's coming up. It just three things in the next 10 minutes. We'll discuss Blake Shelton on the way to Sam Hunt and the $1,000 Minute. Pure Country. Pure Country 94's Thousand Dollar Minute. Cleveland Temple of Ottawa. It's time to play the Thousand Dollar Minute. You could win a thousand bucks just by answering all ten of these random questions correctly in sixty seconds. Are you ready? Ready. All right, here are the rules. If you don't answer all 10 of these questions correctly within the 60 seconds, you get 10 bucks for each right answer. You can pass if there's time at the end. Jeff will go back to the question you passed on. First answer you give us is the one we have to accept, all right? Perfect.
0: Good luck. Here we go, Caitlin, in three, two, one. Which celebrity couple is getting roasted online for their interaction at the Grammys?
1: Uh,
0: Which vitamin found in carrots helps with your vision? C. Which insurance company has a reptile as its mascot? Pass. This Canadian former Playboy Playmate has a new documentary on Netflix. Uh, pass. <laughs> Where is Las Vegas? Nevada. True or false, the original name of Google was Backrub. False. Which chess piece only moves in an L shape? Uh, pass. This famous amusement park in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, is named after a country superstar. Which Canadian Island is named after Queen Victoria's father? Oh no. Who is the male lead in the show Mayor of Kingstown? Which celebrity couple is getting roasted online for their interaction at the Grammys? Which insurance company has a reptile as its mascot?
1: Okay, so We're out of time. Um, Caitlin. (laughs) Okay. Well, it's been nice chatting with you. Uh, Here we go. Which celebrity couple is getting roasted online for their interaction at the Grammys? You passed on Bennifer. Okay. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in three things. Ben Affleck,
0: Jennifer Lopez.
1: Yeah. Which vitamin found in carrots helps with your vision? You went with vitamin C. It's vitamin A. Which insurance company has a reptile as its mascot? You said Geico pretty well after the buzzer, but that is correct. This Canadian former Playboy Playmate has a new documentary on Netflix. The answer we were looking for was Pamela Anderson. Watched it yesterday. I uh-huh. got to tell you, uh, my thoughts have changed. Okay. Think, yeah, she's pretty amazing. She's I'm an amazing interested person. in that
0: whole opinion. Yeah, okay. okay.
1: Where is Las Vegas? You knew it was Nevada. Nevada. True or false, the original name of Google was Backrub. You said false, because why? Uh, (laughs) It's true. The name was a play on the mathematical expression for the number one, followed by 100 zeros, and aptly reflected Larry and Sergey's mission to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful.
0: That is the nerdiest thing I've literally ever heard.
1: (laughs) It doesn't even make any sense. No. Which chess piece only moves in an L shape? You passed on the night. This famous amusement park in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, is named after a country superstar star, Dollywood. Dolly Parton's Dollywood. Which Canadian island is named after Queen Victoria's father? You passed on Prince Edward Island and the male lead in the show, Mayor of Kingstown, is Jeremy Renner. So, uh, Caitlin, not bad. Ten bucks. We're not going home (laughs) empty-handed. Thanks for
0: playing! Listen for your next chance to win $1,000 with the $1,000 Minute. Tomorrow morning at 8 on The Morning Pickup.
1: Jeff's three things.
0: Everyone was talking about this. Uh, Ashton Kutcher took some awkward photos with Reese Witherspoon at their Netflix premiere. Yeah. And he has told us why. And it is exactly what I thought. He said he wanted to avoid affair rumors. So he kept his hands in his
1: pockets. So ridiculous. So ridiculous. They're really good friends. Yeah. Um, it kind of backfired, though, because the rumors ended up being that they hate each other.
0: Yeah, of course. Right. And so (laughs) he said, quote, if I stand next to her and I put my hands in my pockets, so there's no chance that could be the rumor. The rumor is we don't like each other. Well, why would you want that rumor to happen?
1: Well, uh, yeah, I mean, he... Again, we live in a world where people can't even be friends without worrying about problems, you know?
0: Yeah, Keanu Reeves got uh, headlines, I think it was him, for standing with fans and keeping his hand above yes. them and not actually touching them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's where we're at. We're mm-hmm. No human contact. We're getting closer of any kind. to perfection.
1: That robotic apocalypse is closer <laughs> that's than we so think. so true,
0: and we're the robots. Yeah. <laughs> Thing two. Uh, the other awkward photos mm-hmm. and video it comes from Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez at the Grammys. A lot of people were speculating on this tiny moment.
1: Have you seen the video? Okay.
0: So Trevor Noah sits down, he's making some jokes or whatever, and they seem to have a little chat. Like they're like, but people are like saying it's like, it looked tense. Like they were sort of looking normal. Well, it's
1: because he has, um, he doesn't have a resting bitch face. He has a resting, uh, board face, board face. Yeah. And so everyone was saying that he didn't look like he wanted to be there and that she ended up turning to him and saying something about that.
0: Yeah. I mean, they had lip readers. The Daily Mail mail hired hired lip readers. Wow, that was really a total disaster there. But anyway. Yeah,
1: so that lip reader says that (laughs) J-Lo looked at Ben Affleck and said, stop, look more friendly, look motivated. And then he went on to say, I might.
0: Have you ever seen those bad lip reading videos? Yeah. I'm not sure. Anyway, I, I couldn't
1: tell what was going on. She
0: posted a video saying, always oh, the best time with my love, my yeah. husband, with a bunch of different pictures and things. Of course, she's like social media control.
1: Well, she's damage control yeah, queen yeah, yeah. for sure. So. We've all been there, so though, funny. right? Like, yeah.
0: first of all, so sources have said that he was tired. He's been working hard on stuff.
1: He's always tired. Yeah, he's always tired. Yeah. So, it's not I his mean, first tired meme. I mean, he's a man in his 40s. He's tired. I know, and he's no business at the Grammys, really. No, he just and he's it. just there
0: for her or yeah. stuff, whatever. But we've all been there where you have this discussion with your partner. And you're like, "Can just for tonight...
1: It's the same thing as taking your partner to a band or an artist performing that they don't care about. Right, the whole time (laughs) you're just like, can you please look like you care? Just, just, just
0: just for me. Just for me. Yeah. Anyway, that's the moment they had. (laughs) All right. Thing three, (laughs) Tinder is now making it easier to avoid coming across your boss on this app. Thank goodness. I mean. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. They announced some new features. One is that they allow you to block someone's profile. Previously, you could do this only after matching with them. So it's a good way to avoid an ex or your boss. Oh, my gosh. Or anyone you work with. Awkward. Right? I mean, that's what I hear from people who are on any kind of dating app. They're like, I opened it up, and all the people I work with are on there. Like, it's the last thing I want to see. That's
1: happened to me before. It wasn't good. Right.
0: So uh, now you can pre-block. Thank God. I wish you could do that in real life.
1: And that's (laughs) what you need to know. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. That Pamela Anderson documentary has been sitting on my watch list for a little bit.
0: Yeah, you said you were going to watch it, and then you followed through with your promise.
1: I sure did. I was having one of those weird, like, really tired afternoons but couldn't sleep. Got it. Situations. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to watch this. First of all, I was yesterday years old when I found out she was Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea Pamela Anderson was Canadian. Like, absolutely no clue. Yeah. Second of all, I get it. I get it. I, I, I didn't know she was—I didn't realize she was as attractive as she was when oh. she was in her prime, especially on Baywatch. She was the hottest thing in the entire oh world. Oh, my God. She, like, so, so, so beautiful. Right. So the whole Pamela Lee, Tommy Lee thing happened when I was like in high school. So I didn't really understand what was going on. Like, you know, you heard about what was happening, but it makes a lot of sense that she wanted to do this documentary to tell her side of the story because I think uh, no one knows the, the real version.
0: I would love to see what would happen to that situation in today's world.
1: It's crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. And uh, she fought hard to try to make that go away. And uh, it was not something that they planned.
0: Yeah, it really, 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 really bothered her to the core
1: yeah and right. it uh it really sort of destroyed her career and it's interesting because she's got two sons that are grown now yeah. that are also in the documentary okay they seem like pretty well-rounded guys i mean for someone whose mom has been running around naked for most of her life right. but uh they make it pretty clear that they haven't seen good too much that's good <laughs> but she lives on vancouver island and she's taking care of her elderly parents and she's living like this quiet sort of life. Normal and, life, right? Yeah, it's so bizarre. Yeah, how weird. I know, but I, I highly recommend thing. it. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. She seems like a really lovely, smart person who says, please don't feel bad for me. Like I made the decisions I made because I wanted to. Yeah. And uh, I'm good. Yeah, we all we were all young once, right? Yeah. Yeah. Although I did tear up. Oh, boy. I know. Hard to fall asleep with tears in your eyes. Watching the Pamela Anderson documentary. <laughs> like, where do we live? Oh, my God. Two thumbs up for me, though. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. We are very excited to be joined by our friend Tay who we haven't chatted with in a while. Tay how's it going?
2: I'm good. How about you guys? Fantastic!
0: Uh, Twenty Twenty Three hasn't been horrific so far, so we're happy, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> we are excited to finally get to see your Shotgun Rider Part Two tour coming to Algonquin Commons on Valentine's Day. Now, the first one got postponed because of COVID. How disappointing was that?
2: Oh yeah, no, it was very disappointing, especially for the people that bought tickets for the first uh, first go around. But you know what? We're getting uh, we're getting to do it finally, and and it's uh, I'm excited to come back to Ottawa. It's been a, it's been a while.
0: Ticketmaster.ca is how you get tickets to the Tebe show. A few of these have been selling out. Looks like people are pretty darn hungry. For some Tay Bay.
2: must be always a good feeling. Oh man, it feels good. Any anytime people want to spend their hard earned money on a ticket and you know to come watch us play music, it's uh it's a huge honor, so I'm always excited when people show up to the shows, and we just we have a good time for a couple hours.
1: We're going to chat with you a little bit about your new single in just a second, but first, Tebe, tell us what you've been up to over the last year.
2: Oh my goodness, it's been, uh, it's been crazy. You know, this past summer was great, and we are able to play some shows, and mm-hmm. being out on the road this summer was awesome, because I missed that for a couple of years, and I actually just got back from the Cayman Islands. I was there for Christmas with my family, so that was uh, something a little bit different.
0: You've been uh, looking back a little bit because you celebrated a milestone, 10 years, and I love some of the facts you put up on your Instagram recently. 90 million streams, over 6 million YouTube views, hundreds of thousands of radio plays. When you look back, what is the big standout for you over the last decade?
2: Wow. Um, my goodness. Probably a couple of things would stick out. Denim on Denim. I mean, that's, that's a career song for me. You know, watching that song do what it's done over the last couple of years is, is definitely a milestone for me. And probably getting to play in the CCMA Awards and then opening up for Brad Paisley at the, uh, the Saddledome in Calgary. Those are kind of some of the highlights that I look back on my career <laughs> and, and think that was pretty awesome.
1: Let's chat about your new single, Sink with the Sun. And I was making an observation today. Tebe loves to sing about the sun and put sun in his titles because, A, obviously you have a sunny personality. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: right? Right? <laughs>
2: yeah, absolutely. I'm the sunniest person ever.
1: <laughs> but also because I think it's just part of your vibe.
2: Yeah. Have you know, really I'm given
1: pretty- that any thought? Did you notice that?
2: No, not at all. Not at all. I think that whole that whole thing, that song came about just from being down in Mexico.
1: Yeah. I was
2: spending a ton of time down there. It's uh, you know, I'm living in Nashville, so it's a really quick, direct flight. Uh, so just being down there a lot kind of helped me get into that headspace. <laughs> and I uh, think with the sun kind of just fell out one day when we were down there writing songs.
1: Tay-Bay, what do you got coming up for the rest of the year? Obviously, you're, we're going to see you very soon, but what else is coming up for you?
2: I've got some new music heading your way, uh, probably over the next Three months. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to get new music out there. Uh, this will be the first uh, single off uh, off a new type of project, new record, and it's actually a lot more country than I've done in the past. So I'm excited for oh. people to, to finally hear this brand new record.
0: Anything special going to happen on Valentine's Day? Have you got some romantic things up your sleeve for the show?
2: <laughs> I feel like I should give away like some roses, like The Bachelor or something. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. No pressure, KB. <laughs> I'm not.
2: I'm not sure my wife would appreciate that, but it's the you know it's the thought that counts. I guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, just think of it as a favorite to all the men in your audience who forgot to do something. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I should have roses at the Merce table. I'll yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> exactly. Buy one, get one.
2: Exactly. Oh, I love it. Algonquin
0: Commons Theatre, Ticketmaster.ca if you want to see Tebe on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. He promises you roses.
1: Okay. <laughs> Tebe, we're so excited to finally see you again. Hopefully, everything goes smoothly and you make it here on time and on schedule.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. We're, we're shooting to be there on time, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> all
1: all right, Tay-Bay, it's always great to chat with you. We will see you very soon for the Shotgun Rider Part 2 Tour.
2: Awesome. Thanks, guys.
1: Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. In case you missed it, Tay-Bay joined us around 8.30 to chat a little bit about his show on Valentine's Day, coming up after having been canceled because Ugh, of the pandemic.
0: Brutal. It's Finally. So, so nice to catch up with that guy. Mm-hmm. He's uh, He's like the most regular country artist, I feel like. Like, he's always unapologetically himself, and so he should be.
1: Yeah, he's very easygoing, yeah. and he puts on a great show. Algonquin Commons Theatre next Tuesday night. That is, yes, Valentine's Day. Uh, keep that in mind. That would be fun. Tickets are still available. He's going to be bringing special guest Five Roses with him.
0: All right, all right. So there you have it. So that that's a pretty a fun night if you guys like... You know, uh, live music. You're getting a premier artist on a Tuesday night, Algonquin Commons Theatre, so you're not like a thousand miles away from the artist either. It's going to be fun.
1: Yeah, if you've got no plans on Valentine's Day and you want to take a special someone with you, that is probably a good idea. Tickets are still available at Ticketmaster.ca It's all brought to you by Algonquin Commons Theatre, the Algonquin College Students Association and of course us, Pure Country 94.
0: Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Are you an overprotective parent? You could be killing your child. Oh, my God. Well, not that dramatic, but maybe their lifespan would shrink. That's kind of a weird one. Okay. Also, um, if you are working from home, are you missing your commute? Even if you're not missing your commute, you might be missing your commute, and scientists say you should add a fake one. We'll talk about why.
1: Oh, my gosh. Do they know anything about being a person? (laughs) Living life every day. Oh, my gosh. What? Jeff's three things. Thing one, fans of the new artist Zach Bryan
0: are demanding answers after his Twitter account just disappeared. Uh, That was weird. Very weird. He is not saying anything. He's keeping uh, a tight lid on it. I guess he shared a pair of posts and several stories on Instagram this week, but has not addressed the status of his Twitter account. So he's still out alive and well.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's not dead. Thank Uh, God.
0: A rep for him, uh, denied knowing anything about his Twitter account. Um, It is not uncommon for music artists to take a break, but he's a pretty active Twitter user, so I don't know. Maybe he just got sick of it.
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe right. he's just living his life. Yeah.
0: How dare he? I know. Okay. Um, thing two, what, uh, how you parent could affect your child's lifespan. All right. I guess a new study from Brazil indicates that children who have uh, more leeway live longer. Uh-huh. Men with overprotective dads had a 12% higher risk of dying before age 80. <laughs> Women with an overprotective dad had a 22% increased risk.
1: You I'm got- sorry, did you say over 80? Yeah. 80 years old? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just checking. All right. They
0: didn't make it.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Are we counting those years? I okay.
0: guess they're saying moderation is the best way to do this. Avoid mm-hmm. both being overly intrusive and obviously too lax.
1: Okay, then, or else you might die at the age of 80.
0: Poor things. If
1: you make it there. I mean, that's crazy.
0: Finally, thing three, many of us dreaded the morning commute, uh, but Mm -hmm. they're saying we might be missing it, whether you're missing it or not. If that makes any sense. All right. So you're not actually like, I missed the traffic and the rage, but they're saying that actually yeah, in this study that commuting creates a liminal space and it lets your brain shut off and recharge. Okay. These recharges help prevent burnout.
1: Yeah, but are they saying it recharges if you're not cursing every single human being in traffic like does it not create more stress in some ways
0: here's the advice if you're a remote worker consider a fake commute like a short walk at the beginning and the end of the workday okay taking a scenic route to avoid tense traffic might also be for in-person workers a good idea but you know when they say things like this helps prevent burnout longer commutes might give people more time to detach and recover this
1: is how we talk about work yeah Yeah, it sucks. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's where we're at.
0: And that's where you need to know. Sophie and Jeff,
1: the podcast. His reign is coming to a close end. Chris Evans, Sexiest Man Alive, was named in 2022. Right. Which means we are due for a new one this year.
0: Yeah, do they do it in the fall? I don't even remember when they do it. I think they do it it in the
1: spring, don't they? I don't know. That's
0: when they should do it. It Feels
1: like a good time to do it. I mean, everybody's, you know, excited about the summer. We're renewing. Right. You know? You got it. The animals are doing it. This <laughs> it all seems to go together, right? It
0: seems perfect to me.
1: <laughs> so, Paul Rudd was people's sexiest man before that.
0: Right, yeah.
1: And recently admitted that he gave Chris Evans some advice on the title.
0: Okay. okay.
1: Uh, he said, and this is a quote from Paul Rudd, Look, here's the deal, Chris. This comes with a lot of responsibility. If you want to sit down and maybe have, like, we'll probably need to spend the day, it's going to take hours, because there's a lot you have to live up to, and there's a lot (laughs) expected of you. And if you want to have, like, a real strategy session or what it's been like and what's required, then I'm available. (laughs) He says he gave him a series of days to go over what the job of Sexiest Man Alive would entail. Okay. Um... But Paul Rudd says that Chris Evans never returned a single one of his texts.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, he says he's really busy, so he, you know he it's doesn't blame just, him. Yeah,
0: probably really busy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, he said or, there's also
1: no days off for sexiest man. Right.
0: So. I mean, at any given point, you may have to turn and be sexy. So be careful. Do
1: these people? Do they put this on the res on the resume? Like I, I'm just wondering because the world knows it happened. Oh yeah. So when you're going, I guess if you're Chris Evans, you don't really need a resume, do you? No. Yeah, sorry. No, no. <laughs> I forgot. They don't live real life. Yeah, they don't live real... I mean, it's like a
0: Hemsworth situation. Right. You know, you're just walking around, and whether you're on that magazine or not, yeah. you're pretty much the sexiest man alive.
1: I think it's a bigger job than Captain America. Captain Sexy. I,
0: I totally agree. <laughs> okay. God, thank God it'll never happen to me. I don't have to worry about it. Woo! That's a lot of stress. <gasps> Sophie
1: and Jeff, the podcast. That's it for your Wednesday morning. And before we head out, some of the big takeaways from today (laughs) is that uh, we've coined a new term for people's sexiest man alive. It's no longer that. It's now Captain Sexy.
0: Captain Sexy is way better. (laughs) Chris Evans.
1: <laughs> Chris Evans getting some real-world advice from Paul Rudd, a previous sexiest man alive, who says the job comes with a lot of responsibility. Yeah,
0: I hope he's taking it seriously.
1: And that he's giving courses if anyone's interested.
0: <laughs> I love the fact that we started off in a sexy mind set as well about <laughs> mental Viagra.
1: Yeah, that's a thing. Basically, uh, it's this stuff that they give both men and women, and it's supposed to... Um, Drop your inhibitions. Relax the woman's brain (laughs) and relax the guy's self-consciousness, which I feel like is a match made in hell. It's perfect. Yeah.
0: I mean, you wake up after taking the pill and you're like, what did we do? Let's just walk away and not talk about it, but it's fine.
1: He doesn't care what you think and you don't care about what he does.
0: Yeah, that's That's a problem. That is a problem. That's a really problem. That's a big problem. It's something
1: that's bad that's gotten worse. (laughs) Amazing. We talked a little bit about the Super Bowl. That's coming up this Sunday. Today's useless question was all about worries and the fact that half of us worry more about this than our team losing.
0: Running out of snacks. Yeah. Major worry.
1: Apparently, a really, really big problem for people.
0: I mean, it's not going to be a risk in my house this weekend, that's for sure.
1: No, we did find out that you took Monday off and you've got a whole party of three. Yes. With nachos, wings, chili, and...
0: Um ooh, some the dipping
1: ant. sauces? Well, probably some cheesies and other things oh, in God. there. Okay. Some
0: uh, you know, just you know, just in case. And then maybe like some MMs. You want to have a little sweet. Something
1: sweet, okay.
0: Yeah. And by the way, when I don't finish all of that, don't worry. That's what the Monday off is for.
1: Exactly. Uh Jeff is locking his door, so don't expect any yep. leftovers. Congratulations right. to Gabrielle, by the yes. way, for winning hundred bucks in a lot <sighs> of six forty nine vouchers.
0: We gave away Thomas Rhett tickets. We're doing that this week. Uh we did the Thomas Rhett scrambler.
1: We did a Melanie Deere got it right it was an easier one today the title was marry me we'll scramble some more titles for you tomorrow don't forget that tenea taylor has your chance to win more thomas Rhett tickets this afternoon if you are planning on going for that and then tomorrow is a therapy thursday oh, yeah. so don't forget to join us we start that around seven we're going to be looking for your advice on a new relationship with some old rules okay What happens when your new boyfriend is meant to be a plus one for one of his close girlfriends?
0: I read ahead on this one. And again, it's super complicated. We need help.
1: Okay, so keep that in mind. (laughs) Hang on to her and we'll see you back here for that tomorrow. Have a great day.
0: Wake up with Sophie and Jeff.
1: Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94.